0: Make some noise for these awesome lads. Eagle Eye Jones. Hello, everyone. I'm Cram, and this is the Tune In. Welcome. Uh, This is Pedestrian's podcast, getting to know our pick of some of Australia's most exciting emerging acts heading into 2020. Uh, we're brought to you by our good friends at Jack Daniels. Um, we're here at the SB, the iconic live Australian music mecca on the shores of St Kilda. It's just so beautiful to be here at the SB, and it's great to see live music here again after such a long time. And uh, the tunes we just heard were from this awesome band from Sydney called Eagle Eye Jones. And today I've got them here, our two members, Dylan and... Luke. Luke. <laughs> Hello. It's been a long day. Dylan and Luke from Eagle Eye Jones. Welcome, guys, to the show.
1: Thanks for having us. Cool.
0: Um, I just wanted to ask you, uh, it's been really interesting, this this um, project, doing it, because all of the acts I've interviewed have been so different. You guys, again, and I was listening to some of your stuff. And um, the first track I checked out was Bad Omens. And I just I love that song. It's really great. So well done on that track. I just wanted to ask you about... The recording of that song and the video, just the whole vibe about about that track. Like, who wrote it? How you how you write your songs together? What's all that stuff in the in the clip? And um, yeah, tell me a little bit about Bad Omens.
2: Bad Omens is like the first song we wrote together, mm. um, and the first we recorded. So like, we had no idea what we were doing. We just went in blind and sort of just matched it together over a few weeks. And
0: so, when you say you had no idea. Do you guys just start jamming and then there's it becomes ev- well, evident yeah. there's a vibe somewhere? Well, the song
1: was um, built around the lick, which is do Yeah, yeah. And um, actually our, our drummer wrote that lick when we were playing a show up in Foster.
0: Our oh, drummer
2: wow. writes all our best songs. Oh, really? It's the best it Sounds tool. good. Get a drummer <laughs> who plays guitar,
0: man. <laughs> Look it up for the drummers. They're always the good. smartest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's the singer in that song? Who, who sang Toby. That? Toby, okay, cool. Yeah. Cause, and is it always the same singer in all of your songs? No. We,
2: so Toby and I sort of like share the the vocals and the sort of songwriting
0: duties. Yeah, right. Because there's a difference in the in yeah. the two vocal sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At we first, try to keep yeah. it streamlined. Uh, it's weird because at first, because I've been saying to everyone, um, this kind of one of the concepts behind this project is just for me to get to know these new bands as well. So I'm like, wow, it's amazing how he can sing in those two different voices. So it seems obvious now. Mm. There's two different singers. Mm. Yeah. Um, so where did you record that song and what's the recording process like for you guys? Like do you always, do you all live together and have a recording studio? Do you go away to do it? What's the, how's it work?
1: Um, well, we we recorded Bad Omens in a um, pretty pretty DIY um, makeshift studio situated in Brookvale yep. in Sydney where yep. we're from. Um, uh, the engineer and I guess producer was Gary Brown and... Um, he,
2: my mate's granddad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's
1: been in the game for a long time. He, he's actually in the Hall of Fame for slide guitar and blues guitar. No way! Wow. So he he very much sort of resonated with that nostalgic sound that yeah. sort of comes through through
0: this track. Yeah. Was it a fairly live sort of performance? Like, do you just interested in this this particular sound? I know the obvious um, reference as well that Ocean Alley is another band that has a kind yeah. of sound like that. But is that is that are there more bands like you guys? Is that a space where this sort of It doesn't sound like a Melbourne sound, doesn't sound like a Perth sound? It has a real Sydney sort of yeah. Well, really like cool funnily enough,
2: Bad um, we we did to a click and sort of laid it, and I think we really struggled with that. Like, Wait, well,
0: you, you don't notice that at all? That's yeah, re- really wow.
2: Uh, that's that's good, I guess. But yeah, we, with that, uh, it was a great learning experience, and after mm. that, we went on to like do some live recordings, and um, our latest EP was like recorded all live. Um, and I just feel like... Cause Do you
0: prefer that? that I think
2: so, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was real tough the other way. And it felt like just sort of piecing this jigsaw together that never really...
0: It's weird because clicked. from my perspective as someone who never... ...you know, don't know much about your band and just came across that track... ...it doesn't sound in any yeah. way sort of difficultly put together. Yeah. So definitely, It's
1: definitely not... Um, ...it was never intended to be overproduced I think mm. for that... Um, Track it, it does have that bluesy sort of undertone or that bluesy feel, and we we were actually all for trying to record it analog, yeah. Um, to tape, but um, Gary didn't have that that up running when we when we did the recording. Not many people
0: have the tape set up anymore. You he know does what? have As it much. running now. Okay. Yeah, is, right. <laughs> <which is> pretty <laughs> yeah. sweet. It's, it's an good though, it's a prospect, but um, it's good though that live. Like you guys seem like the type of band that I could be. I could come over to your rehearsal space, and listen to you play. Or see you on stage in front of ten thousand people, and it'd be kind of the same, you know. There's a real organic yeah, well, nature to yeah. your sound that I really like, you know. Cool, that's exa- Do you feel that way? Is like, is it? Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like after Bad
2: Omens, we're like big believers in like reproducing the live show onto into people's ears. Yeah, like that's the whole like philosophy behind our recordings. Like, yeah, maybe there's like a bit of extra like smooth production stuff going on, but like, yeah, yeah definitely we want to just like. Play, play it how it is.
0: It's funny because um, some of the other acts I've been interviewing talking about production and how they shape tracks within the studio and getting all these sounds and it's it's good and refreshing to meet a, meet a band who very much sound like they've grown up playing together or have been playing together for a long time. What mm. What's the story of your background? How did you come to be a band and play together in, in the first place?
2: Toby and I were just like heavily infatuated and blown away by blues Mm. like the honesty of that music i think that's where a lot of musicians start really and we met by chance and started playing heaps of guitar acoustically started doing shows together writing and then sort of it all just like formed as naturally as like a band can be we're all good mates sort of toast new deal and so yeah
1: yeah, we're all all from the northern beaches we all live within five minutes of each other yeah wow so um... You all grew up
0: there and that's where you yeah. all come from? Yeah.
1: About five years ago there was a bit of a scene where like we were all hanging out... ...here and there locally with guitars and um... ...yeah we we, we were sort of playing together and then there was this like urban myth... ...of of this guitarist who was like pretty hot. <laughs> the had legendary... ...had pretty hot fingers. Who's and, that? Um, so bad. And uh, this is this guy's oh, next. Oh, <laughs> embarrassed. Apparently, blushing. So um, we we were playing together, but we hadn't played um, cohesively together as a band. But um, and at this point, we were a four-piece at, at our inception. We're now a five-piece.
0: Um, so that is the lineup: is two guitars, bass, drums, and keys. Is there that's keys? So that's your yeah. five. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we all yeah we all met in Luke's
1: garage, which is still where we we rehearse. And yeah. Um, the first the first jam we, we did was in D and it was a funky little number and it was I don't know, from, from the
0: get go we, we, we knew we had some sort of chemistry at us,
1: you know. I think that's really common. It.
0: That that's weird you should say that because I mean we had an identical thing happen with us. Many years ago our first jam <coughs> was we all came from this tiny town in the Riverina. So it's about fifteen hundred people. And Janet's parents um had a rice farm and her Dad um, decided to take his big header, like a tractor, out of the shed, and we all just got, got in there and started jamming. We did like punk rock covers and stuff. We didn't mm-hmm. have any songs. But you listen to that tape now, and it's just there is a freshness about it. And it's that weird thing that happens mm-hmm. in bands, just like with groups of friends or a great um, cast in a production, where there's something magical that happens mm-hmm. that is in very indefinable, it's and cool. it often comes down to luck. But also, it's very important that, as a collective, that you recognise that if you all look around and go, this is good, and if you get along, mm. you, you know how it's so important to be friends and get along. So, you, you could have Joe Blow, who's like the greatest drummer or guitar player in the world, but if he doesn't gel personally with the mm. the vibe, it's it's pointless having you in the yeah. band.
1: I think that's you know? that's a theme that's like very present within like our band. Is that. Our friendships is just like such a strong part
0: of You can of kinda who we tell are. that I literally only met all you guys five minutes ago yeah. and it's all everyone seems really chilled and happy in each other's company. Yeah. And from watching your performances, like a classic with that is um the Takes from the Lakes video. Mm. Is that just a jam you just decided to to record it? Y- yeah. yeah. So so we just like pressed our first vinyl <laughs>
2: and the A side is um Moonrose Red, which is sort of like our, our finest work I guess. Yeah. Um, we did that at Studios 301 with Jack Garzonia yeah. and um, that was just like a, another amazing experience. But before that we were doing live recordings mm. and we went and hired just like an Airbnb in Blackheath in the Blue Mountains. And that's
0: and, where the, the video was shot with all the last. Yeah, arson. yeah, looks exactly. Really cool. And that's where the
2: whole mm. B side of the record's taken from. So that was all live, often quite improvised. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just like, yeah, just a snapshot of where we came from and... The many strokes of luck that mm. got us here, because, like as you're saying, I think like, when when we started out, like there was just a love for each other and a love for the music, and like if when I listen back to that stuff, like it definitely sucked, like we yeah sucked, yeah, but we <laughs> loved it, hey, and dude, that's it is not so bad, good. yeah yeah, um, uh,
0: it was a milestone I in think our progression. You're yeah, always you know? the greatest critics of your own work, though, it's you know. True. Sometimes like. I don't think it sucks. I think it's it's <laughs> fucking sick. It sounds it's really beautiful cool, you know. It's, yeah. But it's I it know is. what you what you're talking about is oh we can do better than that. Like you know course, don't yeah. don't judge us on that. But there's something about like when you watch um, old Super Eight footage of someone when they were younger or whatever, and they go oh it's so embarrassing. But mm. for you it's like no mm-hmm. this is amazing because mm. like, it's like a bit of a window into the formation mm. of the personality. And just it's interesting with with all the stuff I've looked at um, on YouTube, and just how watching you guys perform together, it just all seems quite relaxed, like almost mm-hmm. like you could sort of take or leave the audience. You obviously want the audience to be there and dig in the music, but the the five of you have this real quintet, just sort of right. hanging. And that's the good thing about that type of music, where it mm-hmm. is very there's no um, there's no tracking. There's no production in terms of like extra stuff. Everything that's being heard is literally being generated mm. by the fingers or the voice of the For people sure. involved. Mm. Yeah, we, we're is like is that an ethos that you kind of? Yeah, we we definitely really don't define.
2: like try to. We're not like indulgent on stage though. Like mm. we don't just play to <coughs> each other. We're like very aware of the audience and we're very much putting on a performance and a show and yeah. creating an experience mm. that is just like I don't know the best we can make it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a bit
0: weird. It, I mean, not weird. It's a that thing with which i talk about a lot how your instrument is actually your friend it's like you mm. you have a connection with that there's a friendship there with the instrument whether it's a guitar or drums or whatever it is and then you feel comfortable with that and through that comfort you can push that into the collective space mm. and everyone feels comfortable this this type of mm. music like um Bad Omens reminded me a bit of uh, some of JJ Kale's stuff. It sort oh, of has cool. that oh, yeah. element. That was
2: and, a very conscious um, and the vocals. Out, so.
0: uh, it, the vocals I loved on that track. Was like, I'm not sure if that's you. It's the other guy. Yeah, the other guy's cool. <laughs> I love uh, your vocals are great as well. But I just it was really like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No. I appreciate <laughs> that's that. going to happen sometimes. No troubles. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a t- there's that song I'm um, Never Get You Down. I yeah, looked yeah. at that. And there's that is that synth on there? Is that like a, a, a yeah, synth fine? Yeah. So, that yeah. doesn't seem to be that seems to be a little bit different than some of your other. Yeah, work. I think like
2: um as I was saying before, with the strokes of luck. We had a great stroke of luck six months ago with Jamin joining the band. Yeah. Very like forward thinking musical genius for lack of a better word. Yeah. He's studied classical at the con and just like is into a lot of like classical, obviously, mm-hmm. and like post rock art like just really Modern stuff. Yeah. He's got, a, he plays a Prophet 12, which is just like one of the most mind blowing instruments I've ever heard. Wow. So, like, yeah, that just added a whole other dimension to our sound, which has mm. really like shot us off into a whole is that, other trajectory. Is that a kind
0: of new sound for you guys, that using that? Like, totally. that, that song's fairly sure, new man. in the, yeah, in the yeah, piece. Yeah. And will you kind of go in that direction? Because it's it sort of, it almost renders taking that J.J. Kale sort of space in influence and almost making it even more epic. So it's almost like I can see the whole thing getting bigger and yeah. more, more more epic Definitely. but essentially there's there's these five dudes in the middle that are all kind of just chilling on it, you know. Mm, for sure. Cool. It's weird like um, how do you find when you play um, shows, like have, have you done festivals Have you or do you mostly play smaller shows? What yeah, What do you prefer to play? What do you like?
1: We've uh, we've just got the opportunity to play like our first big festival,
0: which is um, Lost Paradise over New Year's. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. So we're pretty psyched on that. You're looking forward to that? <laughs> like you're getting excited about that? That's your first Pumped. show like that? It's our
1: first big festival, yeah. yeah.
0: Who else is on that bill? Do you know other bands that you'd um, like to see?
1: Lime Cordial. Yep.
2: Like Fritz, The Boys. Um. Like, oh, it's hard to think. True. Crocodilus. Yeah. Heaps, That's a great lineup. Of sick bands. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good bands as well
0: as like... DJs and, and stuff, that's yeah. sydney it's on the outs- outside of sydney isn't it yeah, 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 yeah. i've never nice. been to that that festival played at it but i've heard it's really nuts so what's your plan for like um it's your first big festival show mm. um are you going to do a special like you got any amazing shit lined up for that or is it just like no we're just going to go and do we've we
1: got some stuff in the pipe that we haven't played at live live shows so mm. um yeah, we new, could we could yeah. be yeah, and and that sort of elaborating on on what we were just talking about earlier with jamming, joining the band, and mm. the soundscape broadening, and um, us sort of going down a new trajectory of of sound. There's so there's a lot in the pipe um, yeah. that you know we're just hanging out to play and show people. So, um, could
0: be a good opportunity to play something new. It's um, weird how the bigger stage. <coughs> we really, we really noticed this um, once we did um the one of the early big day outs and we all we'd ever done was sort of pub shows and you know we were you know everyone's talking about our band and stuff and then we went on and played this huge show at the sydney big day outs like to 30,000 people yeah, and yeah. and it was a transformative experience for us like we literally I keep saying as i've discussed many times to different people walk on stage one band and you come off stage a different band yeah. and it's not just the massive audience and that we had this one um this one moment where they sang this song of ours called "Old Man Sam," which is such an old song of ours, mm. and um, we just couldn't believe that people knew the words to this mm. song. And back then, there wasn't, you know, there was no social media, there was no um, the connection with people wasn't as immediate, so of it was course, more word yeah. of mouth, and just that the feeling when people know your song, and you just sort of, wow, it's just crazy. Yeah, but also the sound of the stage because everything's so much bigger and ma- more massive, mm-hmm. and um, I'm interested to see. I guess you guys are as well, what it will be like to play at such a in such a big place like that with that, and yeah. what it'll do to your actual sound like I think in reference to what I was saying before, like you know like being the type of band that can sound just as good in a small place as in as in a big venue, and not every band is like that sometimes they need that mm. bigger space, other bands kind of sometimes need the smaller space mm. what are you what are you expecting in that regard like? I just like
1: to quickly say, like I can totally agree with you on that, like catalytic experience of yeah. playing particular shows when you come out and you just like, you feel something click within everyone. And uh, like, yeah, there's there's been a couple of shows where that. Uh, yeah, I can you've definitely had, you've had shows like that Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you sure. describe one of those shows?
1: Um, yeah. The first
2: big one that like blew my mind was um the supporting Taste of Manly was pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, and and even earlier, like before Jam and Join, we um. Played at the M and that's just like such an iconic band. Yeah. Little
1: puppies, man. So, yeah, yeah. So, who
2: did you play with? Give me an Ocean Alley and okay. uh, a New Zealand band called Tones of I. Yeah.
1: Tunes of I. Tunes of I, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was that like? The guys. Was the... Just crazy, man. Yeah. Like, such a big room, beautiful room, beautiful sound, mm. and just such a massive milestone to think that, like, Toby and I were just playing acoustic blues on the beach not that long ago. Yeah.
0: And now it's like, yeah, it's just. Yeah,
2: it's just a beautiful experience.
0: It's a weird. Mm. Um, I always use the word euphoric with yeah. regards mm. to those moments, yeah. and and how it also tells you how important those venues are in terms of their like you know sure they're like me. the churches for us and totally. our religion of music. <laughs> you know, essentially, Church. that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, yeah. and you could be playing at you know Sydney Convention Centre, it wouldn't be quite the same. There's something about playing yeah. in those old theatres. I think also I think outdoor festivals. You know, having played um you know so many i remember we did splendor maybe 3 or 4 years ago and we hadn't played that that festival for a while and even in an outdoor setting it's almost like festivals are um at their best the embodiment of that type of of mecca of that type of like church of the of mm. the common totally. musical mind yeah yeah so it's it's weird that's kind of really um informative that you mentioned that show cuz i'm sure it was just as much a part as, as being on that big bill and playing to all those people, but just as much a part of it was you actually playing on that big bill yeah. with all those people at the Enmore Theatre. Of mm-hmm. course, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I still th- haven't I just, come down from that. No, like, it's, and it's yeah. great to play there. Like we did a show there this year, and it was the same. I know the Palais is similar here, and we, we played a show at the Forum on Saturday. Great. It's just so important those gigs survive yeah. for everyone, not just to play at, but to go to. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, because sometimes the context of, of um, like, they're always the same, but the bands completely change. So next week it might be like, you know, a client liaison playing mm. at them. they mm. totally different energy, but they're probably, if you guys and them got together, you'd probably say, oh, yeah, we felt exactly the same <laughs> way, even though our music is sort of yeah, different. Yeah. Same church service. Yeah, yeah. the experience yeah, is yeah, yeah. that we, we worship the same God. Same praise. She <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So what, what, uh, what is, are your plans for the future? What's happening for you right now? I mean I'm really looking forward to seeing you play tonight. So thanks so much for, for coming to this awesome pedestrian tune-in show. But what, after tonight, what have you got lined up?
1: We're pretty busy over the, the next coming months. Um, we're doing a little East Coast tour. We, we actually released a single today called Can't Sleep.
0: Okay. On Spotify. Are you coming to Byron? Are you gonna We're um, gonna play in Byron, yeah. Whereabouts is your show there? Um we're headlining of the Northern
2: on the twenty first. Oh sick. December. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good one. Love Make that it down, place.
1: bring 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 whoever. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm I actually live up there now and it's um it's a uh, great when bands come through. Um I definitely come to see you and have a couple of beers. Oh yeah. Sure. Um Look, thanks so much for coming in. I really wish you all the best. I really like your band, you guys sound cool. Um, And it's just I really loved how during this whole thing just discovering new acts all the time and you guys are another great example of that. So all the best. Um, I'm sorry, all of you couldn't fit in to this because I'd love to speak to all five of you. The band's too big. Yeah, yeah, they get to listen, but they can't get. They don't get to speak. So they're all laughing and they're (laughs) half going shit. One one thing is like shit. I wish I could be in there, and the other one's going. I'm so glad I'm not in there. (laughs) So just to finish off, um, we just have this one question in two parts that I'm asking everyone. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, it's like, where are you now? Like, who are you? What's going on now? How do you? um, who are you right now and who do you hope to be in the future? Um, well, you both can answer each. Yeah. I and mean, it's well, sort of personally and collectively. So, I don't know. There's a stranger up ahead. Like I don't know who that person is. Just like I don't really know who I was ten years ago. Well, what about in terms of the band itself? Like if you want to answer collectively like, like yeah. Eagle Eye Jones, how do you feel like where do you feel like you're at now and where do you hope to be or think you might be in the future?
1: I feel like yeah we're we're in a really experimental journey at the moment. Um, you know I don't think I think we've found a, a niche of sound, but um, it's a continual perpetual journey of um, sort of discovering how far we can push our sound um, co- individually and collectively. Mm. Um, also, as a band and individuals, I think like just being a part of like a conscious generation of of youth culture, who are active in the society
0: and like. Helping shape something that's going to be better for generations to come. So Beautifully I think said. Kind of Thank you. And that's a pretty common theme amongst a lot of people. So, and that's that's your kind of vision and hope for the future. If yeah. that is, that's a beautiful thing Definitely. to say, man. And well done. Your, your yeah. answer.
2: Yeah. Um, and also, just um, like our sound world is getting way more, like you said, experimental. Like blues, blues is such a small part of our mindset at the moment, and yeah. and we're all very consumed with them. Um, Writing our album at the moment, which we're like well underway with and will be our pride and joy when we record it next yeah, year. Yeah. And there's a lot of like themes like that in there. Yeah. Very like, yeah, very driven by all the stuff
0: that's happening today. Well, thank you so much both for coming in. Once again, sorry all of you couldn't fit, but it is a very small studio. Good luck for tonight's show. I can't wait to see you. And I just want to wish you all the best of luck and love and prosperity and awesome music. In a collective and individual spiritual realm for the future. Thanks so much for coming Thank in. Thank you very I'd much. Like thanks for having Cheers, us. Cheers, guys.
2: Great to me, man. Cheers.
0: If you want to hear more podcasts like the Tune In, visit the Pedestrian Podcast Network and subscribe to our channels on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and all other places where good podcasts are heard.